What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome to the Turn 4 Podcast. I am your host, Dan Maldonado. Welcome to episode 50. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. Podcast gives a fan's perspective on IndyCar and other forms of motorsports. Before I get started, i got to introduce my co-host. Hey, Timmy. Hello, Dan. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? I'm good. You sound good. like you're a little busier on a holiday week Monday than you need to be. Yeah, there's a lot going on, so it's been super busy. Um, it was just a busy day at work. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. And then I had some things to do with the family, and here I am. But I made it. There you go. Good job. Yeah. Nice totally. to see you. We look like we live in totally different climates because, of course, I'm wearing my Jack Harvey, you don't know Jack, T-shirt, and you're all bundled <laughs> up to your neck like it's, you know, 20 degrees. <laughs> I think it's going to get a little warm in here, actually. Typically, when I shut my office door, it gets really hot in here, so I don't know what I'm doing. So if I do uh, strip during the show, you know why, All right? Yeah, I'm I'm wearing the the t-shirt because we're gonna get to this point when we get to the IndyCar section. You got Sancio still up there too. I do because you know the Sancio folks. I know that's very we nice. We love the folks at Sancio. We appreciate yeah. all that they do for us, for IndyCar, absolutely and for Road America. So, mm-hmm. Tim, before we get started, yeah, guess what I did today? I did work today, but I, I had a pretty easy day. But but. Guess what I did today? I don't know. What'd you do? I applied for our media credentials for the Rolex 24. How'd that go? It was good. I punched it in. It was pretty easy. It was all online. Um, I'm excited about that because, as you know, we had a great time there last year. Mm -hmm. Even though we froze after 11 o'clock. But we had a great time last year. That's also 10... It was one of the non IndyCar podcasts that we did and engagements that had terrific engagement. Yeah. On the YouTube, our podcast, as well as our engagement on on uh, our Instagram. So I'm we looking forward to videos getting on Instagram. back to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. So um I had a terrific time last year. I'm looking forward to this year as well. I think it'll even be better. And um, you know, if the fine folks at IMSA and Daytona Speedway can see the way to helping out this, you know, modest podcast with some media, we will cover them appropriately, give them all the attention and, that they need. And I heard the the bus bros were going to the Rolex, right? Aren't they going to be on a team? Is that what I read? Don't know. That's what I thought I saw. So cool. more IndyCar folks there than normal. So which is probably why we have the engagement that we do, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, we got to get into it here. F1. F1 finished their season at long last. So before, well, we we had two actual races that took place uh, before this recording since the last one. 
It was Brazil, which was a fantastic event. Did you watch mm-hmm. the Brazilian Grand Prix? I did. It was a yeah. great event. It was it was very exciting. Uh, George Russell, Russell George, George Russell got his first win uh, <laughs> in Formula One. So congratulations to George. Congratulations to Mercedes because that was obviously a big deal to them. That was the whole talk about finishing second doesn't mean as much to them as uh, getting a uh, a win this year. So they were actually able to do that. Uh, unfortunate for Lewis, as we saw yesterday or during the finale at uh, mm-hmm. Dubai, uh, they weren't able to do that. So Abu Dhabi, sorry. The um, So concentrating on Abu Dhabi, the results, Max Verstappen, tell me if you've heard it before. Uh, Charles Leclerc uh, finishes second place and then um, Sergio Perez finishes third. That second place for Leclerc actually um, puts him second place into the Drivers' Championship. championship. Yeah, he's second place in the championship. The Red Bull team was pretty, you know, aggressively trying to get that for for Perez. Um, The team was. Max wasn't as aggressive, perhaps. Uh, Refusing, and there's no other word for that, flat out refusing to help his teammate um, at Brazil. Brazil. Yeah, and totally. taking it into this this weekend. So so they claim that they worked it out and everybody was happy and it's going to be a team effort and we're going to do everything we can for Checo, but that didn't necessarily come to fruition during this mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi uh, race. So the interesting thing is that Brazil doesn't even really matter because the way they finished in Abu Dhabi, Perez was still going to be yeah. one point behind Leclerc. Yeah. So at the end of the day, all the drama didn't matter. But at this, but when you look at it, you you need to let your teammate by, and obviously there were some issues there. Right. Yeah, I I, I hated to see that because it would have been really great for Red Bull Racing to pull a hat trick. Right, would have been able constructors, drivers, and second place in drivers. That would have been that would have been a great achievement. They've not done that um, in their previous championship seasons. It would have been nice to do that. It would have been a nice payback for Perez, who has been an outstanding wingman to uh, Max Verstappen, and Max just wasn't able to pay that back. Mm-hmm. Fused in Brazil and um, didn't really get an opportunity necessarily to do that for him at uh, at Abu Dhabi. So, so I we, saw things. Can I talk a little bit about this? So I saw sure. some posts and some people commenting that even it happened in my household. Can Max back uh, Leclerc up? Can he slow down and, and back Leclerc up? And this and that. I said, no, you don't want to get in the DRS zone because you're probably going to get overtaken. But I guess you could maybe do a battle back and forth, which would allow Perez to get closer than what he was. Because yeah. when you looked at the race, he was 10 seconds back with about 10 laps to go. And at that point, I'm going, there's no way you're making up a second a lap to get around uh, Leclerc. Talking about... It was- hunting him down, but it wasn't, I don't think it was going to be right. Like I think he still had a little too much traffic there. Um, trying to, I think it was Gasly trying to get around Gasly. Mm -hmm. That was troublesome for him. And, um, it just, it just, and I was surprised that the one-stop strategy worked so well too for both, uh, Max and Leclerc. Right. So they, they stopped once they were on mediums, went to hards and that was it. That was it. And I couldn't believe that they were able to uh, hang on that long. And Max even had a pretty good uh, lead over Leclerc at the time. So 
It surprised me a little bit that uh, yeah. they were able to hold on. But when you saw the 10 laps, 10 seconds, I was like, oh, that's over. Right. The Ferraris have been kind of wood chippers on, on tires um, this season, especially the second half of the season. So I, I don't think necessarily they were able to find something or find something in the setup. Um, and Abu Dhabi is running those hard tires for a reason. Um, I honestly think it's just because Max didn't, wasn't full, full out in that race. Like we've seen in other, other circumstances, if it would have been a regular full out race, he probably would have won by 20, 30 seconds like he has in the past, which means Leclerc would have had to push harder, which means that Ferrari would have chipped up their tires like they mm-hmm. normally do. Which so. Max was telling the team that to tell Perez to go full out because yeah. um, his tires were that holding was up. Yeah. That's, that's as much help as he gave his teammate. Yeah. Yep. So I, I guess we'll see how this moves on, right? Because we know that Perez played a big part in that this season finale in 20, right? In, in 2020, holding up Lewis in, in certain circumstances, he was able to, to play yeah, a big part. A year ago. In that, yeah, a year at ago. This, race, this year. Yeah, absolutely. Certainly been a good teammate to Max. Max had this year sewed up. He didn't need a lot of help but he was unwilling to offer the same in return for Perez. Yeah. And, and I, in the news to the media is everything's fine. We, we figured it all out, well, yeah, everything's good, but that's not the case. Yeah, yeah. There's still going to be issues. They've got to sure. still resolve it. Drivers need to come together and, and figure it out. But at the end of the day, you got competitive spirits and competitive spirits will um, eventually just topple on each other. So yeah. um, it will, we'll see how this plays out in years to come as you look at Perez's contract and how long he's in that car and does he continue there or does he move on? I think, um, you know, uh, Brazil is just the, the tip of the iceberg of what's going on in that team, which you'd, right. you'd hope there'd be better camaraderie. Right. Hold on to that thought. Cause we're going to talk about that. All right. And we're going to talk about one more team. Um, Pietro Fittipaldi on this weekend, he was in the Haas on Friday Finished seventeenth. Uh, Pato Award, IndyCar driver Pato Award was in the McLaren on Friday as well. He finished eighteenth. Is there anything to read into that, or to use our last segment, our last show? Right? Is that a big deal or a big deal? I think it's big deal. I don't think there's anything really to derive from any of that. Um, so is what it is. Other notables on the weekend: uh, Fernando Alonso retired with a water leak. Um, but more importantly to me, this is another unhappy divorce in the right behind uh, mm-hmm. Fernando Alonso as he gets ready to move on to another team. He couldn't get out of that Alpine fast enough yep. to move over to the Lance and Larry show right at Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that, I, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm after the suspecting USGP. fireworks there without a doubt. Yeah, for at, sure. You know, at that team. Um, so we'll see how that works out, but unfortunate for Alonso because Alpine was good. They, they were good this year. They had some reliability issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, they finish fourth, right, in the in the in the manufacturer's championship. So I think they had a Look good here. year. I think they finished fourth because of the strength of of Alonso and and Ocon's been a great driver. I have it, Tim. It's in the notes. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I'm so so that's where that is. But uh, you know, we'll see how that works out next year. Hamilton yep. retired with hydraulic failure. First time 
I had to look this up. This is the first time in his F1 career he's gone winless. For Hamilton, yeah, it's uh, 15 seasons. Um, he first had a victory time. except for this time, yeah, which is, you know, as a rookie season, year. Yeah. Four wins on the season. Wow, that's amazing. Year. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, first time winless for him. I'm sure he's thrilled to see this season get behind him, mm-hmm. uh, get moving on from there. And, and he finished um, sixth in the driver standings, which is... Yeah, which is not great. No, behind his teammate, for sure. Yep, yep. Yeah. Otherwise, Tim, the season finale was a snoozer. Yeah, it was. I didn't find But a lot of these races though. have been snoozers, in my opinion. Yeah. When you look yeah. at... what Max it, sealing um, up the championship four races ago. Yeah, and he's had 15 wins, so that's been a... Yep. Um, you know, something new for the series. It's uh, broke the records on that. And so, yeah, it's been a snoozer. Yeah. Leclerc finished the second. We talked about that. That seals second in the driver's championship. That also helps seal second in the manufacturer's championship for Ferrari. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Leclerc, but let me, let me ask you this. So questions at Ferrari, we saw that going into the weekend about the future of Bonato at that mm-hmm. team, right? Is that a big deal or is that a big deal by well, replacing a, your team principal? It's a big deal. It's, it's definitely needed in the team, in my opinion. I think everything shows that it's needed. They got to do something different. They were dominant starting the season and they didn't capitalize at all. And then at one point with 10 races to go, they say that they could probably win the rest of the races of the season based on uh, how their vehicle, how their you know, uh, cars. I, and then they, I, I they, hate that. I, I hate that. You know where you see that a lot is in football, right? The 0-4 Lions or the 0-6 Lions is like, well, we could win out and win a, win a wild card. And it's like, mm, no, <laughs> not likely, right? No. You, and it's just like sh- Ferrari, right? It's like, well, we, there's no reason why we can't win the, the next 10 races. Sure there are. I'll give you yeah. reason number one, Ferrari. I'll give you reason number two, Ferrari. Yeah. You're not going to. Too many mistakes within the team to take you yeah. out of the hunt yourself, right? Yeah, nothing happened on the track. It's pit stops. It's strategy. You got to make a change. I would, I would think. I don't yeah. think you sit by and, and let it happen again, unless you have great faith in his ability. But it didn't show this season at all when you appeared at the beginning of the season. Again, this is the beginning that you had the dominant car. Right. I guess we'll see. Right, because the name that came up was Frederick Vasseur, who's the the team principal at at. Uh, Alfa Romeo, Sauber, which I'm sure they would hate to see him go because they have the pending Audi partnership in a couple of years. And I'm sure that they want as much stability there as they can, they can offer him because they're going to have some instability there Mm -hmm. with, with integrating a new um, partner. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in at us border patrol. Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. So I guess we'll see what the future holds. Yep. I want to make some re- relationship observations. And I'm, I'm going to need to pull back to Brazil. So George Russell had a great weekend in Brazil. We already mentioned that, right? He won, he won the race. He won the sprint Sprint race. Did you see, did you see it? Did you see the sprint race? Um, if I do, I don't recall much of it. So when they came off, you know, they give you the medals, right? Cause it's whatever. And they start, you know, I didn't see that. And, And Lewis was there. You and I do this silly little podcast, right? But if you mm-hmm. and I won something together like that, either you're first or I'm first or whatever, the minute you come out on stage to where I'm at, I'm going to grab you as hard as I can and probably pick you up and swing you around, right? Mm-hmm. Lewis was like George wasn't even there. Huh. And vice versa. I'm going to pull back just a little bit further. Remember what we talked about at Circuit of the Americas, American uh, USGP? Yeah. They came out on stage to talk to the crowd separately. Yep. And we we were both scratching our heads, and we talked about it in the podcast about, and that seemed a little odd that they came out, you know, and it wasn't like right after, it was several 10, 20 minutes after each other, and no interaction at all from what we saw. So something's up, right? Same thing there. I mean, he was happy for him on the win um, on Sunday and that was, that was fine, but it still seemed a little pressed to me. Right. Like I, I read Lewis Hamilton's body language a little bit differently than maybe some other people do. And, and it's very likely I could be reading into it incorrectly, but I read into his body language a little bit different. Like I, I, I feel like some of that stuff is pressed. Like he's, he's doing it to, because he knows he's being watched. He knows that he's being, scrutinized mm-hmm. for his yeah. right for everything that he does and that's incredibly unfair to him but i'm not buying it <laughs> you know oh i think there's always turmoil in any of these teams i don't think you get yeah. anybody that's super close and no nice because you're always competing against the super other driver because yeah. you're in the same car and you two are the only ones in the same one right so yeah. it's always so one person you're going to compete against yeah for sure. Yep. Yep. I will say George though has really showed he can drive a car. He can. And he's he's come around and he's the future he of Mercedes. His first win is amazing. Yep. That's why a few couple weeks ago when Lewis Hamilton kept talking about his contract, oh we're going to work on a contract. We're going to work on an extension. Yeah, we're going to do something, right? You know who was talking about the contract extension at Mercedes? Lewis. You know who wasn't? Toto. The team. <laughs> well i i'm i'm assuming they're working to keep him but you have all the analysis from this year of the two drivers and how they go ahead it doesn't need any right his 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 resume speaks for itself seven-time world champion countless wins right and and you know everything that he brings to the table as far as image and and you know voice mm-hmm. and and the whole bit that's fine but at some point you got to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny. His win total is greater than everybody else. Who's going to be on the grid in 2023. If you look at 
cumulative of everybody else on the grid and you look at Lewis, it's like 100 and some to 90 something. Yep. It's amazing. No doubt. Great champion. Mm -hmm. Had his moment. So we'll see. Uh, further relationship observations. Obviously, we talked about Verstappen and uh, and Perez, and we'll see how that thing works out. But here's the deal: guess who's coming to the team next year? Daniel Ricciardo is my sure is. Mm -hmm. Headed the Red Bull in a reserve role, right? He's going to do some simulation work. He, you know, if somebody can't suit up and take the take the, I don't know, you know, the green flag, I guess. Um, then Daniel the will be out. in there. Can't take the lights yeah. out. Right. So, you know, what does this mean for Perez's future? You got to ask, right? You totally, got to ask, right? He yeah, signed totally. through 2024. You know what that means? Nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, the first example I'll use on why that means nothing. Daniel Ricardo was signed at McLaren through the end of next year. Yep. Which means nothing. Yeah. They can pay and Red Bull has the money to do it. Red Bull wants to pay Perez to go away. They can. Yeah, absolutely. They can put Ricardo right in, depending sure. on you know how he does in this reserve role. So I think, obviously, he is in this reserve role for all of 2023. But come 2024, you never know what's going to happen. You have to look at those team dynamics and watch that throughout the off season as well as into next season and see how they sort of how it plays out because it'll be very interesting. And I, it's a good prediction of you know there's a there's a way to. Have Perez sort of, sort of, um, what's the right word? S slowly or um, uh, very, so I guess slowly, just kind of go off into the distance. Yeah. Um, speaking of new drivers and new places, uh, Nico Hulkenberg is replacing Mick Schumacher at Haas. Big deal. Big deal. It is the Haas team. It is the U.S. team. So we got to give a little. Excitement behind that, but none, none whatsoever. Mm -mm. They were the oh. U.S. team. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they have fought for a U.S. driver? I don't know. Were and there Williams any to is have? owned by a U.S. venture capital company, so yeah. I don't were there it. any to have? Logan Sargent, <laughs> the next guy on the list. He went to Williams, right? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Logan. Speaking of, yeah, Logan Sargent <laughs> promoted to Williams to partner with Alex Albon. Right, replacing the Canadian Nicholas Latifi. Um, mm -hmm. Not sure if this is a big deal or not. Uh, American driver, big deal. That's a big deal. You know, he he saved his F one career by making the choice last off season to join this Williams Driver Academy, this newly created Williams Driver Academy, because mm -hmm. he was off to AJ Foyt. Yeah. And would have probably been in that 14 instead of Kyle Kirkwood. Mm -hmm. Right. Which means Kyle yep. Kirkwood would have been wearing the Honda shirt and the Andretti hat and just walked around the Andretti hospitality for a season. Yep. It's very but, interesting. Yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. I'm rooting for him. Um, Albon seems to have found a home there at Williams uh, after, you know, moving on from Red Bull. And we'll mm -hmm. see how he how he does. Well, and it it all depends, Tim, on how well Williams puts the car together for next year. You know, yeah, so I think far, so. But you got to look at it. It's a Mercedes engine, right? So you look at mm -hmm. what George Russell did and how he got into the seat. So um, there's a possibility there, right? 
That Mercedes in that ad I sent you and uh, Bill from Shelby earlier today has a Mercedes engine in it, but I wouldn't put a lot of faith in that car either. <laughs> the ad for the one that was for sale that was yeah. totally put a Mercedes written. engine in a in a shopping cart doesn't matter; it's still a shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, best wishes to Seb Vettel for a terrific retirement. Um, as you know, I was not exactly the biggest Seb Vettel fan when he was at Ferrari. But when he moved on to Aston Martin, I, I became a big Seb Vettel fan. Mm-hmm. Right? I liked his vibe. I liked his message. I liked who he was. I, I, I enjoyed the whole thing. It was sad to see him go. I was, I was beyond elated to see all of the accolades that he, you know, that his peers up and down the grid were able to, to give to him, especially Schumacher's a huge fan right and, and a, a big uh supporter of of Sebastian. so it was it was really nice to see them send him off that way because i'm sure not everybody gets that kind of send off and you know some of these drivers they go away or they lose their ride and they never get that farewell tour right yeah. like 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 uh Vettel did this year so it was great to see him do that i'm i'm thrilled for him yeah, i thought it was fun to watch this year yeah four in a row yeah. with red bull yeah, and totally then 53 wins, so he was... And not the best teammate either, right? Had mm-hmm. situations with, with Weber, and I'm trying to think of who else he was with teammates with there. But, I, I, you know, similar to Max, right? It's like, this is my program. It, you don't know how long this is going to last, and I've got to do what i got to do to lock down my program. Yeah. So you can't, you know, you kind of can't fault them for that. Um, I imagine it's just in the nature of it, right? You don't pay mm-hmm. somebody $30 million, $30 million a year because ah, he's got a good attitude, mm-hmm. right? He's got to be a killer. He has to be an absolute killer. Yeah, definitely. So you asked if he was done. I think he's, uh, yeah, I think he's going to ride off into the sunset. I don't think he's uh, looking for a ride anywhere. I don't think he's going to do anything. I think... Um, just based on. You don't on, think he'll be in a Ray Hall Letterman car at uh, Road America next year? Not a chance. Nope. No way. Nope. He's riding off into the sunset at a young age of 35 years old. So. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Manufacturer's Championship, uh, first place Red Bull. We talked about that. Is this the start of a new Red Bull dynasty, similar to that Vettel age where they won four in a row? Nope. You don't think so? Nope. I don't think so at all. So Ferrari competition. takes second. Mm-hmm. Can are you confident that Ferrari can take it to Red Bull and Mercedes next year, or do you think that Mercedes is just going to leap leapfrog Ferrari? I think Mercedes is going to leapfrog Ferrari. Ferrari is going to have a decent year. They got to make some changes that we talked about earlier. Um, but it's I think Mercedes is going to head back into that number one spot. But it's going to be a, a tough battle. Wow! So you got you got Mercedes leapfrogging Ferrari and Red Bull. I do. Interesting. They showed a lot There's of another improvement lunch over the season. Lose. Can we and put they, a bet on they, we, we can always bet on the side <laughs> a little bit. But I, I, I think they're going to, yeah, I, they, they started off terrible. Just terrible. Look at where they improved to. They got a win. Dude, they were terrible at, the, at Abu Dhabi. They were terrible. Know, that's okay. That, the track didn't suit them. Long straight, the track didn't suit them. They couldn't make the change to the car they needed to make because it was built within the structure of that car, is my understanding. So they're going Philosophy to the new car. The car. Yeah. Yeah. And 
Yes, they're gonna they're gonna make it happen. Trust me, they will. I don't. I, I think Red Bull will still win that next year. They may still win it, but it's gonna be a lot closer than it was this year. I, I'm with you there. So help me, good yeah. lord. All right. yeah. like, Ferrari is the one I don't I don't know that how much confidence I have in that. I know how much confidence I want to have in it, right? Ferrari fanboy, but I don't I don't know how much confidence I have there. So you're suggesting that Mercedes will leapfrog. Yeah, Ferrari has a great power plant, right? They they had yeah. a great power plant and a decent Still car, do. and they didn't ca- capitalize at the beginning of the year, and then they fell off. They fell off the cliff. Yeah, tripped over their own feet more than mm-hmm. one occasion. Yep. Yeah. Alpine finishes fourth. I don't know if I would be jumping off Alpine bandwagon to go to Aston Martin if I were <laughs> Freddie Alonso, right? Yeah. And McLaren finishes fifth. And I think that was that was that was a gift because they McLaren, they were they were missing out the entire season, and they, they were they, they were hampered by one driver. That's where I was going. Yeah, yeah, hampered by one driver. Mm-hmm. So, Otherwise, I think they would have finished fourth. Honestly, yeah. whatever it yep. is that they're paying Lando Norris is not enough. Yep, he obviously carried the team. He did an awesome job. Got him to the fifth place in the constructors championship he was the only driver besides the top four or top three teams to get a podium finish so it was either a red bull a ferrari mercedes and then there was lando and the mclaren the only other driver out of those top three teams just crazy to think about that yeah We'll see what happens going forward. Drivers Championship. Max Verstappen. He wrapped that up in Suzuka, which was four races from the end of the season. Fifteen wins this season, which is the new benchmark. Previously was thirteen, and that was by Vettel and Schumacher. Mm-hmm. Charles Leclerc finishes second. Um, he won Bahrain, which was the first race of the season. That's where we thought. I thought Ferrari was all over this thing. He won Australia, and he won Austria which was on July 10th, hadn't won since. But let me ask you, <laughs> was Leclerc the second best driver this season? Um, probably. Perez had one less win. He won, Perez finished third. He won twice. He won at Monaco and at Singapore. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. I, Tim says probably. Probably. I. It's a toss-up, I think. Might I be think right. it's really a toss-up. If you look at 
maybe it's maybe it's Lando's the second best driver. He just didn't have the equipment. Let me I'll I'll me play devil's advocate because you know I'm I'm I right I'm a Checo fan, right? I'm a Ferrari fan, but I like Checo Press. Checo drove the dominant car this season. Two wins versus three. And it came down to the wire and needed help from his teammate to take second, which he didn't get, right? Mm-hmm. I would submit to you that I think Leclerc was definitely the second best driver of the season. He was hampered by team. Leclerc was. Mm-hmm. Hampered by car. Yeah. And development that at some point just stopped. Team being strategy was a disaster. Yep. Had a lot of mechanical difficulties, right? And he made some at some point the team had to stop. Himself. Oh, without a doubt. But he was trying to like overdrive this thing, right? I and trying to at least pull something together there. Yeah. Two instances where he's in the gravel and out of the race yeah. early when he didn't need to be. Yep. Making driver mistakes. So yeah. half of it's on him. He could have easily been in second place and there would never have been any controversy between, you know, um Perez trying to get you know, a place from Max in order to secure second place. So I didn't see Sergio make those same, those same mistakes. So that's where I go. Potentially he's the second best. But he also had the best car. Well, well, he had the best car, but as we discussed, it's set up for Max. It's not set up for Checo. So he's got to compensate for that. The car for Leclerc is set up for him all the time. So I think it's a toss-up. Yep. Uh, third place for Perez. He won Monaco and Singapore, I already said. Uh, George Russell, fourth place, as you noted, beat Hamilton, who finished seventh. He, yeah. he had one win at Brazil. Uh, it was a great win. That was a good race. Carlos Sainz, one win at the British Grand Prix. Hmm. Interesting. Sainz struggled on and off, right? He was kind of hot and cold, I think, this season. I think he's a great driver. He was better at that team last year than Leclerc was. But, yeah. you know, this year, not so much. And he was a little And the first driver coming cases. in for the non-top three teams is who? It's Lando in seventh. Yeah. Was Hamilton's that? in sixth. There yeah. you go, yeah. Okay, so Hamilton's in sixth. Yeah, and then you got Ocon and Alonso, eighth and ninth. And where, where did Ricardo finish? Oh, geez. Let me look down the list. Uh, he finished 11th. Yeah. So not as far down as you would think, but he was tied with Vettel for the 37 points, which is not a lot of points. No. Hmm. Nope. Very interesting. The one thing we didn't mention about F1 before we move off this topic is I know you, uh, there was a lot of hype over the, you know, the pole position for Brazil. And I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about the pole position for Kevin Magnuson in the sprint race. You Ask me if it was a big deal or a big deal, you know, big deal or big deal, however you... Big you, deal. There you go. Or is and, big deal? <laughs> and I was of the one like, ah, big deal. It doesn't it doesn't really matter because there's a sprint race. There's the actual race. And I think at the end of the day, was it a big deal or a big deal, Dan? What, big deal. What's your opinion now? Big deal. It was a big deal? Yeah. Yeah. I thought at the time, though, you thought it was a big deal. 
I didn't. Well, it, it kind of was, but I mean, he, he was luck of the draw. Yeah. Right. He did put out, he did put down a time. So it was good. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he had a red flag and you know, you had to, he had to make your way around that. So mm-hmm. where you yeah. weren't able to get back out going. There's a lot of hype about it. And I was like, it's not, it's, it's, here's how I wanted to compare just real quick. It's like Indy 500 first day of qualifying you're on the pole, but you have two more sessions before you actually <laughs> yeah. determine who the pole position guy is. So it's not a big deal. Not at all. Right. right. The hype was way big too deal. much for me. Right. So Tim's saying big deal, big deal, big deal. Last question on F1. What did you think of the new car and tires? The new car and tires, the tires were bigger. The cars, I, I think the, the thing I didn't like was I don't like the engine noise. And I, we've talked about this. Yeah, but that's else, not new. Yeah, but it's, it's new since I last saw them live. Yeah. Um, or in person. This was like in the call. 19s. Um, <laughs> well, you know, um, it's been a long time, but that's okay. Uh, so uh, That's not yeah. true, but yeah, yeah. It was no, early it was 2000s. About 2000s yeah. Early, what, 2007 or something like that? Something, yeah. Something like that. Um, so... Let's take them separately. The car, the change in philosophy without all the gadgets and all the things hanging off of it, allegedly, right? Because there's still a lot of stuff on that car. Yeah. I like how clean it is. I don't mind the look of the car. It's not not what I fell in love with F1, right? Mm -hmm. Um, This porpoising thing is a mess, right? They got to figure that thing out. And they're probably going to need some help from the FIA to get that get that squared away. But you know, Red Bull Red Bull hit it on the nose. So how much help do you need to give? I don't know. But these other teams are going to have to figure it out because even in in um, Abu Dhabi, the Mercedes was bouncing quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. So the car, I, I this season they all sort of look the same. Mm-hmm. So I would say, Very similar, yeah, yeah. I, the car, the new car didn't do a whole lot for me because they were all the same. I love the when they're different yeah. and they got different things going on, but they're all pretty much outfitted the same from a aesthetic purposes. Like when you just look at the lines in general, they all look right along the same. So yeah, hmm. I can't remember who it was. Now someone crashed, and that wheel cover came off, and they hmm. exposed the rim underneath it. Oh, are they missing out on an opportunity to? add a little dressing to the profile of these cars because that, that wheel cover being off of there and then you expose the rim, which looked like that old BBS lace style rim, right? Mm -hmm. was really cool. It looked great. Yeah. And it's like, you're missing out. I mean, I get it, right? Turbulence, it's supposed to help out the turbulence or whatever, but I don't love these cars should be sexy. Yeah. They they should. And you don't like the fender either, right? The, the, the front. Oh yeah, the winglets or whatever those things are that come over. Yeah, yeah those are ridiculous. They, they yeah. need to go away for sure. So that's one thing that would uh, definitely improve the look of the car. They just, I don't, they got to provide something. But every single car has them, so it's almost like a mandate. They got to put that thing on the. I don't like it. That's the worst part of it. Change, car. right? Change, and and I'm I'm going to mention this about the tires, and it's strictly about change. I saw a picture of one of Michael Schumacher's championship winning Ferraris on Twitter. Somebody bought it. Those old fat, low pro, right? Tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great looking tire. 
yeah. on that car. It's a great looking tech. Like this one looks funny, right? It's tall, you know, not as wide and looks like the Michelin. Just man. doesn't look like a Another race car tire to me, you know. Yeah. Let alone the fastest cars on the planet, right? That the the whole look of that. I don't. It, it just doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't do it for me. It's change. I'll I'll, be, I'll admit that first of all. I like those that painted the the wheel covers. Those are kind of cool, but not everybody. Yeah, did. McLaren had that chrome, right? And chrome the uh, right the Google Chrome. The, yep. Yeah. The 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 browser. Yeah. And uh, thanks for the bailout on that. And. Um, <laughs> Alfa Romeo had the Alfa the Romeo band. had the, the yeah. red and white. That was kind of cool. I like that part of it. Yeah. Weren't they supposed to have LEDs? Did that never happen? Somebody it was, was like a big talk at the beginning yeah. of the season, but never Clarence. saw that. Yeah. 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 Tim, we got some IndyCar news. Let's do it. What's going on with your shirt? You don't know Jack. Hi V. Hi V. Hi V. Jack. What am I referring to? I'm referring to the Marshall Pruitt article, racer.com. That suggests there may be a number in sponsor change. Swap <laughs> at Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan, moving the high V and number 45 to the rookie of the year, Christian Lungard, and moving Jack into the 30. And Jack would be in the, you know, the rolling smorgasbord of, mm-hmm. of sponsorships that was on Christian Lungard's car. Yep. All right. I, I've been talking, you know, planning these notes for days, so I'm not as aggravated about it as when it first came out. But I am you should have called an emergency meeting. Sometimes we do that when people get irritated. I know when with the schedule. If we had a TikTok, um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> you brought up TikTok that cracks me up. Keep going. You were yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, keep going. Yeah. So. <sighs> Deficiencies last season, team or Jack, Tim? Jack. I don't know how you could possibly say that. I have to say that. It's not, it's not Lando and, and Ricardo, right? They were all, you know, sucking wind, you know, for the first 70% of the season. Then all of a sudden they got, they got their act together. And by then Jack was still, you know, running late. The only reason I'm saying Jack is because you got to perform at least as best as your teammates have, and he came nowhere close the whole season. But that I'm not team hating was on him. I'm just erratic the entire season. There was no rhyme or reason to putting that car together at all. They were showing up at these at these tracks, Tim, with three different setups and three different philosophies, and they were trying to figure it out on the fly. Right, mm-hmm. and Jack coming from Meyer Shank that has mm-hmm. the Andretti. Engineering partnership. Yep. That was a complete difference for him. And I've said it on this podcast in the past. Christian Lungard comes directly from Europe, right? A European driver in the Formula One seat, you know, ladder series just didn't make it into Formula One. In that series, you're given the equipment. Here, go make it fast. Go drive it fast because we know it can go fast. And so he has a different philosophy behind him. I, I don't know. I don't know that if if Ray Hall gets off on that same foot next season, that he's he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna be the star that he he wound up being. And he beat he beat you know Malukas at coin. Yeah, Big yeah deal. the team wasn't great. I agree one hundred percent. The team was not good at all. But 
But, but to just say, just say, oh, no, spots. we need to move it, right? We're going to move it over. We're going to take it off a of jack and we're going to move it over to Lungard or whatever. It just it just doesn't feel right to me. And and I guess I get it, right? If I were Hy-Vee, right, what do we say? We, we see that it takes about $6 million to run a full-time program in IndyCar, right? Mm-hmm. So Hy-Vee's putting out $6 million to Ray Hall for a full-time season on, on the number 45. They did Iowa. They They bought commercials. They had all that promotions going on in the store and everything. They put out millions, right? In addition to the six million that they paid Ray Hall to to put this turd on track, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. How is it that you're pulling the plug though after one season? It wasn't good, Dan. Yeah, it wasn't that's good not at all. A, a season pulling a, a a plug pulling season. Uh, maybe there were promises made and promises were not delivered. If, and- if Ray Hall and Lundgaard were both, you know, per, you know, weekly top 10, then I could say, well, yeah, Jack underperformed and he just, right. He deserved it. Right. He deserves to change. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. Uh, it's, it's very unfortunate if this is what it's come down to, but at the end of the day, I think you need to go, back and just look at you know there were bright spots for the others on the team and i didn't i don't remember one for jack honestly like i don't think there was one bright spot that came out of the season that you could hang your head on and go yeah we had a hard time in the setting up the car but jack outperformed the car on so many instances and you know if we get him a good car he's going to be up there in the top three he's going to be fighting for podiums i don't I don't know if you can say that. So if you come and if the thought Prowless was bring Jack over because we think we he can help with setups because he's has some intel from what they did at Meyer Shank with Team Andretti helping that program out. And he's going to bring some um, intel to our team and we're going to come up with good setups collectively with the group. It just never came together the whole season. I wanted it to. You wanted it to. You got the shirt. Of course you wanted it to. I even went to High V to check it out. Yeah. Um, so. 11 for Ray Hall, 14th for Lungard, and 22nd for Jack. And Jack missed Texas. He missed one race, yep. Mm-hmm. That's Five big. behind Jimmy Johnson, who everybody was clamoring to get back into the 48 for next year. Right, it's Jimmy Johnson. He's a seven-time NASCAR champion. Big Jack's deal. Not Jack is not. Right, big deal. Yeah. Well, there were talks about how quickly they pulled the gear at High V with uh, the you don't know Jack shirt. So stuff was going on behind the scenes before the season. Yeah, because that commercial changed. The one that we used to see uh, where they were running the laps at Indianapolis Motor Speedway about the the forty-five car, and they took Jack's name off of that. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. I'm aggravated by it, though, because I I just feel like a a very successful company that came into IndyCar and surely they had high expectations. Mm -hmm. You're you're making one guy the scapegoat and you got a team that was unable to put a quality ride under that guy. Take that six million bucks that Hy-Vee paid them and then everything else and all the other sponsorships that they have in that team. And they weren't able to put a quality car under any of them. So if I'm hearing you right, you're saying Hy-Vee should be firing 
Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan team and moving to a different team rather than. No, I'm not. No, you can't pull the plug on one bad season, I think. But you have to go to the team and have a very hard conversation. Like we had high expectations. We paid a lot of money here. We've got a lot Mm -hmm. on the line, right? We've provided you with every resource possible. Yeah. The team underperformed. They, they did. The team underperformed. You're on notice. And I think the other two drivers showed a little promise rather than what Jack had showed all. Totally season. agree. So, but it wasn't because Jack is incapable. I, I don't, I didn't say he wasn't. I, he wasn't, he was incapable of driving whatever vehicle they were giving him, whatever setup yeah. they provided. It was, it just wasn't working. And I'm not sure if, uh, it seems obvious they lost faith that it's not going to change come 2023. So they're saying we're going to go with one of your other drivers that has showed promise one rookie of the year. Again, it was against coin, as you mentioned, um, but showed some promising results and has won in the Ray Hall car. Right. So I believe that happened last year. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. No, he had a good qualifying, whatever it was. Yeah. So um, he outqualified the others. That's what it was. So at the end of the day, um, I don't blame him. And I'm not upset about it. I I sort of expected it, I guess. Beyond aggravated by it. I don't know what it leaves Jack, right? Jack's got to be thinking, you know, I I don't know. Jack's got to be thinking, why in the hell did I leave Meyer Shank? Yeah, I I would think so. Mm Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have a, a round of different sponsors coming in, which isn't a bad thing. It's still a quality, called a quality ride. It's still, it's the same seat, if you will. It's just got a different number on it. So Jack had one top 10. Yeah. Yeah. had one top 10. It's not good. seven. I think the other news around high V is all the different concerts they're bringing to the 2023 race some great acts coming in they're still doing a great thing on that don't side care, and still... i don't want to go to iowa <laughs> <laughs> oh oh your wheaties oh you're gonna cry in your wheaties but don't care and i don't want to go to iowa <laughs> Iowa's off the list. Move on. It's upset. what are you gonna do with that shirt <laughs> i'm gonna wear it <laughs> I'm gonna wear it all three days in Indianapolis. I've got a, oh, I've got a, a, and you a terrific, jersey. you know, Verizon one, and I'm not gonna wear it. I'm gonna wear this one, and <laughs> I'm gonna, protest. I'm gonna pencil in IV at the bottom. You don't know Jack IV. <laughs> I wonder how many other fans are upset about this because I'm not. None. <laughs> it's me. No, it's you. And no, it's you and the one guy that we met at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. No, because he works he for High V, so he's, no, he's, he's on board with, he's with canning him. Yeah, I got to move on. Um, Tim, have you seen this? Why? Why is there heat on Roger Penske and Penske Entertainment's ownership of the series and the Speedway? Uh, what, because what? of the success of Formula One, that's the only reason. You think that's what that is? That's all. It is. That's all it is. There's nothing. Okay, more so people are going to say they want different venues. Yeah, we need the new engine. So, we need a okay. New so chassis. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just saying the success but I think of Formula comes... One. We want new venues. Let's go to Milwaukee. Oh yeah, that's taking it right to Formula One, man. That's taking it right to Formula no, One. I, Big deal. I, I would. The, and again, I'm just saying, if you look at all the hype I'm around Formula One, everything that's happening, 
they're really there's not the hype around IndyCar is not even close. It's like none, a, nowhere it's close. Like a, it's nowhere like a close. fraction. Yeah. So I think that's I, what it I comes, think. Yeah, IndyCar I, fans want more. I think you got to have a new car. I, I think you can deal with the two engine thing, right? It's been two engines for God knows how long. You need a new car, right? I mean, yeah. You need Jesus more took that car to the prom. Yeah. Okay. It's been around a long time. Okay. Um, I, you know, otherwise, I mean, why the heat on that? I, I don't really know. I th- I'm certain that there's some behind the scenes aspects of the series as well as the speedway that Roger Penske prioritized over. And you and I've talked about this. We've talked about this here on this podcast. We've talked about it together. You and I, right. You can't just go out there and sign new venues because somebody has a check and they're saying, hey, we're anxious to host a race. Hey, we'll take it. That's the that's the Tony George IndyCar series. Right. Roger mm-hmm. Penske is not willing to do that. He needs to make sure that there's equity in the dates that they choose. There's equity in the venues. And can they build around those venues? They have equity at Texas. At some point, Toyota may come back. Tex- right. Toyota's right down the street, metaphorically speaking. They're right down the street, right? You kind of have to have Texas work. So IndyCar's taking a different approach to Texas starting in 2023. So we'll see okay, how, I, how that works out, right? We, you and I, there's some improvements to the Speedway, I, not so much in terms of, mm-hmm. of, of concessions, because that's a disaster, right? It's almost like 200,000 people showed up and they didn't, weren't expecting it. right there's no reason for you to go walking off with your your kid to go get food and come back an hour later it was a long time and it's not like you went to do anything else you weren't sightseeing you didn't get distracted no you were going to get food yeah yeah we stood in line for an hour which was ridiculous yeah so you know from that perspective you got to ask yourself it's like okay well you cleaned and you painted and you replaced some urinal troughs Mm -hmm. but Right, you got to work out some of the rest of the stuff. Too. The fan experience needs to be much. It's better. not great. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Um. So from that perspective, I get it. The added venues, you know where I'm at with it. You got to be measured with it, right? You can't be romantic and in love with the idea. Oh, we want to go back to Milwaukee. Who's the market? Uh, I. This, I what do you? What are you going to do? I don't know. Right? What do you do to Roan America? You bring Milwaukee back. Well, you leave Roan America. People love their road courses. It's the same market. You got, and you got a group that loves Oval. So I. It's the same market. It is the same market, but maybe it's a different fan. It could be. It is, but you're taking a fan base that's this big already. Right? And for it those is. not watching on YouTube, this is not very big. <laughs> and now you're parsing it out. Right. Maybe and you, you draw some from you Chicago, and I have been Milwaukee's to Michigan closer. when it was full of people. And you and I have been at Michigan where it's like, did they forget to tell anybody we were here? Yeah. Right. And that's generally been the oval experience mm-hmm. where you look at the Texas. Yeah. There's nobody there. I don't even know. I don't even know if it's a good thing to keep it. If no one's showing up, why would you even keep it? What does it say it. to Toyota? Toyota's going to yeah, go. They've never, they never promoted it. Yeah. Toyota's going. Why would I come? You got 10 people at this race? Uh, yeah. I, I think it sort of puts a black eye on the series yeah. rather than helps bring Toyota into the picture. Yeah. I think if Toyota comes back, you look at a street course in downtown 
Dallas and sure. do that. Drive around their headquarters. They do it at General Motors. They will. Drive I'm glad that you said that. Place in Plano. Yeah, F1 is putting the the pressure on Penske Entertainment because you're probably That's right. What it I is. didn't really experience. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't consider that, and you're probably right. If that wasn't going gangbusters, I would be like, "Oh, everything's great. Things are going good." Yeah. But you and I look at right as simple it as we can make this, right? We look at the analytics for our show, right? Our modest mm-hmm. little show here. Yep. Okay. When we have a F1 driven show, our numbers are not there. They, you say our numbers on? are not there like they are at IMSA or uh, IndyCar. Yeah, Maybe I'm looking at different right? numbers. Yeah. So they're not there. So, you know, that's not our, that's not our listener. That's not our yeah. fan base. It's not the IndyCar fan base. I, I would say that the IndyCar fan base, I wouldn't tell you that it's 90% of that fan base is also F1 fans. I think that's high. Hmm. I think it's a different fan base. Well, I don't know. I like them both, so it's hard for so me. So But we're, we're to racing. choose one over the other. But yeah. in today's world, if you're going to choose one over the other, All right, I got to get out of here. Um, still no certainty with uh, third driver at coin, uh, Sato likely as an oval only program. That's what they're reporting on all the, uh, sites, uh, also might be moving over to sports cars. I would love to see Takuma Sato in a, in a full bodied car. Cause he's going to go full send and he's going to have his elbows out the entire 24, six, eight, two and a half, however many hours that he'll be mm-hmm. in that car. Yeah. He's, I'd love to see him back in IndyCar, but you know, oval only. Un- yep. Unpredictable. Uh, nothing yet with the number 48 recently vacated by Jimmy Johnson. And again, if I were Nicholas Latifi, I would go there immediately. I would talk to Roman Grosjean, find out how fun it is to race in this series, how much more fun it is to be as part of this paddock versus the F1 paddock. And even if he wants to come here and maybe dabble in the ovals or not do the ovals or whatever, bring that, bring dad's money and get yourself into a championship ride. Yeah, but big picture. Is it good for the series, Dan? Yeah. Huh. Because he's going to have a fan base, believe it or not, that will tune in to watch him in IndyCar. And if he's able Hmm. to do anything, Grosjean had a more successful season, relatively speaking, at Coin than he did last year at Andretti. I agree. So he did bring some viewers. He did bring a fan base to him. Now, all of a sudden, he's the villain again. But it's like he still brought people with Mm -hmm. him. And Latifi yep. could could very well bring some people with him yep. as well. <laughs> Stefan Wilson confirmed an Indy 500 attempt with Cusick Motorsports in partnership with Dryan Reinbold. Good for him. It's, that's yeah. great for them. I know they're always looking for that Indy 500 program. Uh, where does this leave Sage Karam? Not sure yet. He's kind of yeah. outside looking in because, as you know, our our little buddy, um, Santino Ferrucci, is going to go to uh, Foyt. Next That'll year, be interesting. Time. That'll bring some people to watch. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> Worn out. Got a headache. Uh, Maggravated again. <laughs> we were supposed to solve all the problems during this call, and we yeah, didn't solve them today. We'll have to solve them next time. Maybe the Jack Harvey thing in the Ray Hall. Maybe, I'm a fan of the team. Yeah, I'm a fan. Well, been fan of the team. Maybe the listeners can talk some sense into you. I hope there's some comments that just help you through these two situations, one being high V and the second being... Roger Penske. Yeah. Because I think um, you need it. It's been a rough week when it comes, a rough two weeks when it comes to those two 
yeah. for you. <laughs> well, like Tim said, let us know on social media or our YouTube channel where we seem to get the most comments. Um, follow us on Twitter for now and, uh, you know, our Instagram and, you know, everything else. And we'll keep you updated on the uh, 24 Hours of Daytona. Thanks again to our friends at Sancio. Yep. Hat still looks good. Vehicle protection. Tim, did you know that Sancio also does uh, protection plans for RVs? I didn't. Now you know. Huh. Now I know. Now you know. And you're, that's right up your alley because you have an RV. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Catch you guys in a couple of weeks. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.